Hello and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters, a podcast discussing everything Star Wars 5e. My name is Todd, I've got Tegan here, and we're looking forward to jumping into hyperspace with you. Let's go! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters Podcast Season 3, Episode 21. Tegan, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just kind of soaking up all the Star Wars content and excited for this episode. I think it'll be a fun one. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about that sort of stuff and, and how we can utilize that at the table. So uh, first, thank you, everyone, for listening and following and subscribing and all of that great stuff. We appreciate it so very much. Um, it's wild to be in our third year here with the podcast. Uh, and we've just grown such an amazing community and we appreciate all that you do. Uh, those of you that uh, maybe are new or just want a reminder of where our content lives, you can get to that quickly at DungeonJediMasters.com. Access to this podcast, uh, Twitter and Instagram for ways to contact us, see updates and, and get some little freebies like custom items, NPCs and plot hooks in those channels. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube for VODs of actual plays or other like tutorial videos and whatnot. And uh, also video content on Twitch. Uh, Tegan, you've been doing Star Wars Tuesdays over there. Tell us what you have going on on Twitch in that regard. Definitely. So uh, today, uh, we'll be uh, well, as this goes live, we're going to be running Stranded, which is Keith's campaign. So uh, we're in a pretty big battle right now. So uh, come through, see if we can make it through, and hopefully find the captain alive uh, on the planet we've been stranded on. So come check us out. It's been a blast so far. I'm looking forward to see how the crew gets through the mess we admittedly got ourselves into. Awesome. Yeah, I look forward to that, as always. Uh, and the other big piece for our content is Patreon. That's our main source of support to the content we produce, and we appreciate all of you that uh, do subscribe to that. We have some new members as well. On the Tier 2 level, we have Freeman, Fuku, Matthew, and Alex. Thank you to all of you. And then one new Tier 3 member, Zachary. All of them do have access to exclusive content we put out monthly or more. And uh, at Tier 3 level, you get that a little bit early, as well as have access to play-by-post uh, games we run in the Discord. Uh, I just started up a new one there, and there's some room uh, to squeeze in some more players if you're interested there. For Patreon content, uh, Tegan, you just did the Order 66 adventure the other month and had run that. Uh, tell us about that and then give us a reminder on kind of the community challenge. Definitely. So this is a, a new uh, adventure that we did for Patreon. Uh, if you were more interested in kind of hearing a more in-depth view, check out the YouTube video that we did on the Order 66 challenge. But high level, uh, it's basically a, a kind of survival encounter. Or not really survival because your players aren't going to survive it, but basically it's a contest to see how long they can make it, how many points they can score. Uh, and we actually got to run a, a challenge with it with uh, the Dungeon Jedi Master crew, a couple of our Patreons. So we uh, they went through, they named themselves Gragu's Hammer. Uh, they actually scored 56 points and are in the lead on it now uh, with the challenge. 
So one thing I really want to shout out, check out that YouTube video, check out the, the Patreon itself for it. Uh, but if you're interested in running it, go run it with your crew. It's pretty uh, easy to run. It's a good, good one if you don't really have time to make up a whole campaign or get everybody prepped with characters because this comes with its own pre-made characters, all the monsters included. Uh, you can just run this. Uh, it takes about, a, probably about three or four hours, depending on how quick the crew is or how well the, the crew does. It can be pretty quick if they don't uh, coordinate well. Uh, but just kind of a cool one of that side to provide a little bit of a challenge and maybe get some bragging rights if you and your crew run it and uh, top out our, our Patreons. Awesome. Yeah, it, it was great uh, to watch that uh, when that ran the other night. So check that out yourselves and and uh, see how long you can last. And, and of course, post on the uh, Dungeon Jedi Masters Discord with your score. We're going to have a leaderboard up uh, there and, and see how you rank. Uh, other content on our Patreon, uh, all of November, as we celebrate Life Day, uh, which will be two days after the airing of this podcast on the 17th. Uh, but all in honor of that, all of November, so if you haven't seen it yet, our Life Day adventure we did, I think last year or something, is going to be free to the public. So you don't have to be a Patreon. That is generally a Patreon exclusive, but for this month, that is free. Uh, you go and help the Wookiees of Kashyyyk to prepare for their Life Day celebrations. A fun little adventure there, so check that one out and let us know how that goes for you. Um, and then also there will be in... Uh, Three weeks, uh, the first uh, episode of December, which will be out on the 6th, uh, will be the last chapter in the Invasion campaign for our Patreon adventure. Tegan, tell us about that. Definitely. So let's be wrapping up the Patreon adventure. Uh, this is going to be, uh, I haven't determined the name of this one yet, but this is going to be kind of the first major scale battle uh, with the Yuuzhan Vong uh, and the Republic. So it's going to be uh, an interesting one on that side. So Come check that out. We'll have that out uh, last week in November. Uh, my crew probably won't get to it right away. They're still working on Adventure 4 right now. Uh, but uh, if you're watching along with uh, the Invasion series, I'd estimate we get there early January. So stay tuned to the channel that size they get there. Uh, love the Invasion crew for some fun RP, but it does put us a little behind on the adventures to the actual uh, play videos. But uh, it should be good to see. And I'm looking forward to this one just to kind of pull everything together. Uh, and I haven't just firmly decided, but I think I may do a little bit of a space component as well as like a little addendum too. So if you wanted to throw some space battles in with your crew, I know we did that for the first adventure, but uh, I think I may have a little bit for uh, Adventure 5 too. So you can kind of get you guys in the starships and do a little bit of dog fighting with the Vong. Looking forward to that one wrapping up that adventure. I know it's been uh, a great, great series so far and, and really going alongside the the uh, Twitch stream has been super cool aspect of that. So check that out if you haven't yet up to where we're at now in four. And then as we said, um, coming out soon, tier three members, you will have early access to that uh, around the 29th of November, uh, one week earlier there. So, all right, I think that's everything on the front end for us, Tegan. Big changes with Star Wars 5e. So we're going to uh, see about having him on later uh, in, in a, one of our last episodes here. But Steve uh, has stepped away from the project and uh, there's some big changes surrounding that management and things like that. Uh, any quick initial reactions uh, from you, Tegan, on that? Definitely want to give a shout out to Steve. He's done a, a ton for bringing Star Wars to, to the 5e space. Uh, so shout out, definitely taking a much needed break on that side. Uh, but uh, I know some people in the Reddit and Discord are panicking. Uh, there's definitely a plan. It's not like Star Wars 5e is going anywhere. So don't panic. Don't worry. Uh, there may be some changes coming, some different ways to access stuff, but it will be there. You can still keep your games going and definitely still play in a galaxy far, far away. 
Absolutely, yeah. I think at the base level, the content will exist in some form. Um, you know, maybe at first not the easiest, but I think uh, the things have been put in place that it there's really not going to be any hiccups in that uh, transition. So, yeah, we'll we'll probably talk much more about that uh, in a later episode. But um, quick heads up there, and and again, as you said, Tegan, uh, thank you to Steve for all he's done for you know this wonderful project. All right. With that, I think we could dive into our topic today. We've touched on this a little bit in past episodes, but uh, we're going to kind of get a little specific here, relating it to some existing Star Wars media. I think I'll throw out a quick blanket disclaimer here, heads up that there could be some spoilers in this discussion, uh, specifically with most recent series and or um, and, and anything else. So if you're not caught up on that stuff, maybe do so before listening. Uh, you know, we're not sure what spoilers could be, but there's a chance. So just want to throw that out there as we'll be re referencing that content. Uh, so Tegan, we're going to talk about campaign themes, specifically diving into themes of different eras uh, throughout the Star Wars universe and uh, how we can pull from those for inspiration, things like that. So start us off, but let's look at the themes of each era. And, and we have about five or six main eras. You could probably divide these up a little bit more, but run through what those eras are initially first, and then we'll dive into each one with good inspiration for those. Definitely. So there's a ton of different eras. That's one of the cool things with Star Wars. If you really want to change up the scenery, just going through the different eras could really make a, a incredible experience for it because the old republic's different than the empire and they're different than the galactic civil war there's just so much to kind of cater for uh but with the main areas we're gonna be discussing today we've got the old republic era so for legends think pre-rusan uh for canon think pre-high republic uh era uh, for uh, we've got that. Then we've got the prequel, Old Republic era, which is uh, for Legends, Rusan, up to the Clone Wars. Uh, then we've got that Clone Wars era, probably the most, probably one of the most well-known eras for Star Wars, both Legends and Canon. Uh, then we've got the Imperial era, kind of before the rebellion kicks off, when the Empire is just kind of tightening its fist. Uh, then we've got that Galactic Civil War Rebellion era. Uh, and then finally, we've got the the, the New Jedi Order era or the uh, the sequel era for Canon side. Awesome. And I think that's something to kind of touch on in this discussion. You know, I think you're, you're one, I think you've said you you love Legends era, right? Non-canon, I guess. And, and, you know, you dip into canon when you can. Any thoughts on that in general? We've often said just use what you want, but uh, any advantages or disadvantages to one or the other? So it depends on the era, actually, because uh, both canon and Legends, like if you're doing the Galactic Civil War Clone Wars era, are just so thick with content uh, that uh, it can be almost overwhelming, but you usually can't go wrong because uh, there's usually something you can pull from there and inspire yourself and go off that side. Uh, and for me, and there's nice on that side, but for me, there's just so much stuff that like I like to pick an era that's kind of completely divorced from that. Uh, so it just kind of depends on what you like. If you like to have like, a lot of like to keep everything in line with either the legends or canon and be able to draw from the inspiration, those eras can be perfect for that. Uh, but sometimes branching out to some of the other eras like the Old Republic or prequel or even New Jedi Order where there's not as much content where you can kind of use it as a base setting, you gotta let everybody level set and then move off of it. Uh, it can be great too, but yeah, I'm a Legends diehard fan, but uh, there's been some great stuff from Canon too that's worth kind of checking out and maybe adding into your repertoire. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think I think the the best point we can make today is is use this all as a baseline. Uh, just quick in regards to the play by post I'm running, you know, we were talking about what we want this game to be, what the players want to be, and, and everyone picked Old Republic, an era I don't know very well at all, but I was happy to dive into. We don't want to stick to lore. We're not going to worry about things. You know, if a certain event happened 
it might not happen in our game and that's fine. We're using it as a baseline, a backdrop and going forward. So I think that's a key thing here. One other thing I want to touch on on Legends versus Canon, maybe Clone Wars is going to be the answer here. Is there any era that really kind of fights with each other between those two because of the information where they're like two, the story's just, it's a massive split? Yeah, and Clone Wars is the answer to that one because the Clone Wars animated TV series is technically canon for both. Uh, but the Clone Wars animated TV series massively wrote, wrote over the old legends, Clone, War multi, Clone Wars multimedia project. Okay. Uh, so they conflict. So in my, and again, a lot of people from the old legends do it. So in my view, the Clone Wars animated series is a canon piece where the old Clone Wars multimedia project is a legends because it changed so many people's stories. Um, uh, one example, and this is a very small spoiler, I think it's like six, seven years old, so hopefully I didn't spoil too much for you, uh, but Barris Ulfi, who uh, in the Clone Wars animated series turned dark side, uh, in the Clone Wars multimedia project, she, I forgot how she died, but she died in Jedi, she was a healer, a very, almost completely different personality. Interesting, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's something, you know, while there's probably a lot of content there to go back and forth and reference against each other, you know, that's also, you know, a way to pull inspiration and see the different paths that things took and, and see how you could change it one way or the other. So anyway, uh, so let's dive in here and look at where we can draw inspiration for these eras, uh, Tegan. So go run down these and what are, you know, some of the good things starting at that old Republic. I think some of the content's pretty obvious, uh, but what's there to draw from and how can we draw from that, especially not having to dive in fully to these pieces of content? And the old Republic's like uh, for themes, there's so many different things. This is it's probably the broadest error in what you could run because uh, it just gives the most options. I think it's probably the best error. And it's most all my Star Wars 5e games run here uh, just because there's a plethora of force users on both sides. Uh, you still have your smugglers. You still have your huts. Uh, you've got, uh, depending on what area you run, you've got Sith Empires as well. Uh, there, there's just so many stories you can tell with this error. Uh, it is really themes around. Uh, probably the biggest themes I'll, I'll give, though, uh, is kind of light versus dark. This is one of the best eras to go with the Jedi versus Sith uh, because they're both around and they're both around in numbers. Uh, so it's not like the Bane era where there's just two Sith kind of hiding in the shadows. This is the Sith out and about fighting their wars. Uh, and I think if you want to tell a Jedi versus Sith story, this is the era to go for uh, because this is definitely the most opportunity to do so. Uh, but other little air, I mean, things you can tie into it, though. Old Republic's really good for smugglers as well. Uh, exploration's another big theme you can do with Old Republic, because uh, a lot of the, the areas, especially if you're going with canon, a lot of, like, the, the systems and areas haven't been discovered yet. So you can even have, like, a kind of frontier-type campaign and mapping it out. Um, it's just probably, it's the best area for you want to just kind of come in and just make your own story and utilize some of the backdrops of the air. That's expansiveness of it is is great there and even within the old republic there are so many you know sub eras you could say uh so my play by post is in the cold war that's one little area and then there's you know before and after that so lots there that you can dive into is there any specific um content media that that would be good to reference for that stuff 100%. And, and as you kind of mentioned too, and then the old Republic, it's the broadest era. I think it's like three, three to 4,000 years. So it's like ridiculously large. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely some areas you can kind of go into with it. Uh, for the content side, probably the biggest and the well-known uh, KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, and 
the uh, the old Republic game, uh, kind of the online game. Both of those are great resources for learning about the era. Uh, the online game can also be the especially if you're in the galactic, uh, the Cold War era. Uh, it can also be overwhelming because the game had so much content out with yeah. it. Uh, but it, there's some cool stuff out there. Even if you played with the storylines, or even if you just go on Wikipedia and read about it, you'll have enough to to kind of get a, a broad feel and be able to run it. Uh, one thing I'll recommend from Legends, uh, the Old Republic comic line. Uh, it's a really good one. If you like uh, kind of a goofy, not goofy, but uh, a less traditional Jedi, Zane Carrick is great. And he kind of like stumbles his way through the backdrop of a lot of big events. Uh, so I really enjoyed it for that. Very good. Lots of great stuff in that era. So uh, moving on, the prequel Old Republic era there, what uh, what can we draw? Is there, is there much out there for that era? And, and Or I guess what would be some of the themes there that we could look at as well? Definitely. So this one is a hard one because there's not as much like shows, uh, but there are some great books out there to draw from, from it. Uh, the prequel Old Republic era, especially if you've uh, the big theme with this one is kind of capitalism versus bureaucracy, kind of a, surprisingly. Uh, and then, uh, if you watch the Phantom Menace, if you watch some of the early Clone War stuff, uh, the separatists were a lot of like kind of big business and uh, kind of pushing against bureaucracy, uh, kind of the, the bloated bureaucracy of the Republic, which doesn't necessarily sound like a, a really like tabletop story period, but you can have some fun with this. Like uh, play like the Trade Federation as the main bad guys, uh, have them destroying environments, destroy uh, kind of a eroding civil liberties. Uh, and you can really have some good like capitalist versus like free will and capitalist versus society on that side, uh, which is kind of not usually your traditional Star Wars themes, but definitely one of the big ones the prequels kind of hit on before the Clone Wars. And I think you'd have some fun with it at the table. Yeah, that's all. it's always great to step away from that traditional stuff. And, and we're going to touch on Andor later here for sure. And I think that's one of the things that that show has done so well is you get away from the lightsabers and the other stuff. And, and it's just been this amazing story, but it still is very much Star Wars. Um, is Does the High Republic fall in this you know prequel, would you say? Oh, definitely. And yeah, so for uh, for the canon side, the High Republic would definitely fall into this. Uh, and there's a lot of cool, and I wish I probably a whole era for the High Republic. There's a lot of cool content with that. Yeah. I am slightly behind my reading on that side, but there's books, comics. I think there's a game coming, if I remember right, uh, on that side uh, that they can definitely give some inspiration. And I do love like the, the aesthetic they've given the Jedi for that era too. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So again, another another one there. Uh, all right, let's move along here. Uh, Clone Wars, that's, as you said, probably a very well-known. Um, so this is going to be a, a massive galaxy-wide conflict. Uh, you know, that's really going to dive into, that's the theme of, you know, that era, the war. So uh, it's pretty straightforward there. But what can we look at and what could we, what could we maybe alongside the war, the conflicts like that, what would be some themes that we could pull out from that? Definitely. So another really good theme on that side is just kind of like this, because, uh, a lot of times we're playing uh, with that area, you're thinking of the Jedi or the clone troopers, but you can kind of almost take it from like the average, not average person, because your players are going to be outside the average, but somebody who's not in the loop on that side, uh, like either the smugglers or uh, maybe somebody that's on a planet that's being impacted by the Clone Wars, or even just Republic citizens as kind of Supreme Chancellor at the time, kind of start to close his grip and start to take civil liberties away. Uh, you kind of see how the war is affecting the other populace on that. Uh, it's kind of a different way if you wanted to take the Clone Wars on that. Uh, but there's a lot of cool content for this one. The Clone Wars TV show, for sure. There's uh, some great stories on that side and a lot of things you can really reference to, to bring that era to life. 
Uh, on the legend side, I highly recommend the Clone Wars Multimedia Project. There's a ton of great books, the old Republic or the Republic uh, comic series. Um, one I'd really recommend if you want to get a different view of the Jedi and how they fought the war, Shatterpoint by Matthew Stover is a phenomenal book, especially if you're a Mace Windu fan. Uh, it really goes into the Jedi mindset and how Jedi becoming generals is kind of almost them going against where they, they should be in the force. And it's just highly recommended and it gives them really good background in the Republic, the war, the clone troopers too. So definitely check that out if you get a dance. So much of that stuff is out there and it's great there. Let's move on there and, and start and get into a little bit closer into my favorite era here, but uh, we'll start with the empire. So I think it's good to make that distinction between empire and then the civil war rebellion. And uh, there's definitely has been a couple good recent pieces of media out here for the empire. Uh, talk to us about that era. Definitely. So this is the empire, imperial era. This is before the rebellion really kicks off. Uh, so this is basically, I got bleak is the best way I can describe the theme yeah. with this with uh, the empire kind of committing atrocities and people really not being in a full position kind of this is where the sparks of the rebellion come from uh before they can fully form uh so you could say i think andor kind of fits better in the rebellion era but uh they could say it fits in this era too uh but this is kind of a good one to look at at bad batch when you kind of see the first kind of few months after the imperials take over uh is a really good uh look at or a good look at this uh kenobi is also a good look at this as well before the rebellion truly kind of forms uh kind of seeing just some of the atrocities and just the the the, the iron fist of the empire uh it's just kind of a really good way to kind of look at it from there and an era where there's not too much hope uh, but it's starting to build yeah i think it, you know with andor it's probably right on the edge of the two eras you know with where the show's going um what would you say would be a good way because yeah you know i said it's bleak right uh it, it's there's not a lot of hope and things like that for campaigns where we want to be heroes and adventurers what does a campaign look like in that imperial era where the rebellion isn't there yet? So you're not going to have these full scale uh, adventures like that. But what does that look like uh, in that era, maybe? Definitely. And I know we're going to touch on this a little later, but this is a really good spot to get into the tone with your PCs, what the tone the players want to have. Because uh, the, the ones we mentioned, like Bad Batch and Andors, I'll take the, kind of the two examples. Because uh, you could do like a Bad Batch campaign where your heroes are going through and they're writing some small injustices and they kind of ride off into the sunset having saved the day. Or on the other side, you've got to do Andor, which has a little bit darker tone where the people are trying to just survive or just doing what they can. And sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't, but they're just, they're, they're fighting against the machine. So that's you kind of do both sides. I think just having that conversation with the players and what side they want to be on. Yeah. I think that's a great way to put it there. It's not necessarily building towards that rebellion or fighting the the machine, the big, the empire at that point, but it's just, it's just survival. And I think there's a lot that can come out of that for sure. Um, yeah, so then move right into that Civil War, the Rebellion there, and, and some great content here, of course, uh, Andor being one of those. Touch on uh, this era for us, Tegan. Definitely. So this one's an era where you won't have like any lack of content. Like there's a ridiculous, like, probably, uh, especially if you go like the old legend stuff, like there's like too many stories in this era. Uh, but some really good ones to take a look at. Um, Andor is a great one. Uh, kind of on the other side of the tone element, Rebels is another one to see for the canon yeah. side. Uh, and then just uh, if you like comics, uh, the Dark Horse did a really good job in this era, kind of lining out uh, the Galactic Civil War. And Marvel's done a good job, too, uh, with some of the newer stuff, too. 
Uh, but yeah, this is kind of the big one. This is where the heroes are starting to fight back. They're starting to push against the Empire. Uh, this is kind of a good one where if you wanted to have your players having a little bit more chance of like actually making some changes as we can kind of throw them into and be the heroes and start to form that rebellion and start to topple the Empire. Yeah, that's what I enjoy the most. Um, for anyone that listened to the Dungeon Jedi Master Theater series with uh, Scattered Choices and then Vagrant Freighters, you know, it's set in that and, and the story is kind of about building that resistance against the oppression of the Empire. A lot of the old old tabletop games, uh, Star Wars tabletop games, you know, a lot of them, like the D6, uh, the old West End games, a lot of this other media didn't exist yet because it came out so long ago. So they only referenced the original trilogy series. So they were in that era. They weren't doing Old Republic and stuff very much. So there's a lot of great content even there. And since it's a tabletop source material, it's kind of geared towards using it that way. And I think those are great references as well. Um, you know, just of course, keep in mind where it might line up, you know, Legends, Canon, et cetera, things like that. Definitely a great one there. I think it's a lot of fun, um, a fun, there and you could if you wanted to like just talking on different types of themes for your campaign you know maybe you switch it and you're the empire right like how does that look if you have a bunch of characters that are you know political officers or or otherwise or and and what does that look like you're going out and snuffing out that stuff you know if you want to go down that kind of a road with your campaign but could be another uh cool alternative one more era we're going to touch on here in this conversation the new jedi order talk to us about that one so that was a fun era uh that's uh, especially for this one, my favorite areas from the book side. I think my favorite area to play in the Old Republic for for books and sort of the media. The New Jedi Order was fantastic. Uh, so for this, this is kind of another one that's split between uh, the sequel or the canon and uh, kind of the uh, the Legends universe. Uh, with the Legends, uh, it's the kind of New Jedi Order era where you've got Luke building out a new order of Jedi who are kind of finding their place in the galaxy, and they have to go against some crazy challenges. This is where I got the inspiration of the Vong and kind of pulled the Uzan Vong from there for uh, invader invasion and just put it in the old Republic area. It's kind of put a little twist on it, uh, but they go up against the long, they go up against just crazy odds uh, as they try to rebuild the order and keep uh, the Republic together. Uh, so this is a good one. This is usually like, uh, and this, this is kind of speaking of tone too. the new Jedi order, if uh, anybody that kind of read them as they came out, uh, this is when Del Rey uh, publishing took over from Bantam era publishing. Uh, and this was a major shift in tone. Uh, this is right before the prequel started uh so this is kind of going from bantam's kind of more goofy uh sci-fi or thriller uh into kind of more long-form storytelling uh, a little bit more dramatic higher tension uh and that's kind of what the new jedi order is like uh it's a dramatic era there's big choices uh a lot of politics in there and just a lot of like uh the best choice usually it may not always be available you've got to make the choice that fits all right, so we've talked about the main eras within Star Wars uh, content there and, and you know using those for your own campaign. Uh, let's take a little more specific look at some of the recent, very recent Star Wars media here, um, specifically the Disney Plus series, Mandalorian, Kenobi, Andor uh, being the three big ones there. Uh, Tegan, what can we draw from those or you know talking about what the themes are of those shows and how is that inspiration for us and how do we take that and maybe even you know as a little exercise apply that to a different era 
Definitely. And that's really kind of, and I think those three shows are really good examples for how broad of a, a tent Star Wars can be uh, because they, they've got really different themes, really different feels uh, and just kind of almost styles of storytelling. Because uh, The Mandalorian, uh, it really kind of embraces a lot of like the old West style of uh, Star Wars, uh, where you're kind of the lone man uh, kind of trying to trying to do the right thing and trying to kind of survive uh, and find your people. Uh, and that's kind of what Mandalorian is all about, uh, between uh, the, the Mandalorian himself uh, and Grogu, uh, is just trying to find how to survive in the galaxy, how to do the right thing uh, against a cold world. Uh, and I, I thought that was kind of a cool way to look at it. Uh, and there's definitely for like bringing that into Star Wars, because uh, Star Wars is so, uh, it's a weird hodgepodge of fantasy, sci-fi, and Western. Uh, it's definitely one that you could kind of fit in there. Uh, and either with, with the campaign, depending on where you want to go, like uh, you could be uh, uh, smugglers or bounty hunters trying to uh, live by their code, but still make it in the world. Uh, and this one's one you can kind of apply across the board, just kind of where you see it fit. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that, theme there, that concept of, of Mandalorian fits, as you said, almost in any era. You are a Mandalorian type, bounty hunter, smuggler, etc. Throw them in. Products, people, etc. have to move about and you can do that in, in any era there. So I think that one applies definitely. Uh, so yeah, let's touch on the other two, Kenobi and Andor. How, what are those themes and how can we apply those otherwise? Yeah, so Kenobi uh, is a good one too. Uh, Kenobi, I and- I loved Kenobi, but I do feel like they kind of like had a couple different themes crashing on each other in this one. Uh, but Kenobi uh, definitely is one kind of uh, kind of similar on how to do the right thing, but how to kind of still be yourself in an era where you can't. So this is, especially this is a great one for uh, the, the Civil War era, especially if you're playing with Jedi. Uh, but this is also great for the older public eras too, because there's a lot of time when the Jedi were on the outs uh, and they, they've had to hide themselves and you can kind of put them in situations increasingly where they may have to choose between do they want to intervene here uh knowing this could bring exposure and bring kind of uh the dark side or whoever's hunting them down upon them uh or do they just let it go and kind of sacrifice a piece of themselves so i think this is one that i don't even have to be with the jedi you could apply this to any other group on that side this even works in the imperial era too uh with like people that aren't jedi like uh kind of just seeing like atrocities going on and do you help do you not do do you put yourself at risk for it Absolutely. Yeah, I love, you know, if you look at the original trilogy, you know, you have, you know, the two known force users in uh, Luke, and then Vader, and then, you know, Emperor count him as well. And, and, you know, not till, you know, things start expanding. And then after Order 66, and all that, then we start getting into like, you know, the whole aspect of being hunted, right? If you're a, if you're a Jedi, you're going to be hunted. And that is such a fantastic source for a theme, you know, in your campaign, hunted, uh, you know, the old campaign that you ran, Tegan, was very similar to that as well. And, and uh, yeah, so definitely a good one there to utilize. And again, that one that I think can, you know, it doesn't have to be Jedi, as you said, it can be something else and apply it across the board to any era. So, all right, let's touch on one more here. Andor, uh, so good. So, so good. If you haven't caught up on that, do so. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Andor. We'll try and keep it a little broad to avoid some spoilers here since it's so fresh. But, uh, you know, just in case, heads up there. T- tell us about Andor. I, I, 
you said it. I, I love Andor. This has been, uh, I, I think I put this in a tweet, but Andor feels like the best of legends to me. Like it's, uh, they've got the tone, they've got the maturity, they're, they're, they're putting like effort into the storyline. There's not kind of like goofy breaks from the, the, the action. Um, I've just really loved it. Uh, and with the Andor, I think one of the biggest things I would take here, especially if you want to play during the Imperial era, because uh, uh, if, if you've watched Rebels or watched, uh, read the comics even and seen some of the other pieces, a lot of times like they make the Imperials look overly incompetent, uh, where like uh, the, the heroes just kind of win through just kind of craziness and all of that. But what I love with Andor is like they show the Imperials are competent. They're just a huge bureaucracy on that side uh, where it's easy to get lost in and rebels to kind of go through. Uh, but the biggest thing with the tone on this side uh, is just this is it's, this is another bleak era. This is the Empire at its strongest, uh, pushing down with its might, trying to squash out the light. Uh, and if you do run this area I, and if you want to lean towards this tone and your players are on board, push heavily on that. Just really uh, have them fight for their successes. Definitely give them their successes, but uh, make them work for it. And definitely, this is definitely one of the areas where it's best for some pirate victories where they, they, they get through what they need to do, but there was a, definitely a, a huge cost behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we talked about how it's it's on the edge of the Empire era and the Rebellion era, right? The Rebellion is starting to build, but it's not there, you know, like in the Rebels series or even in the original trilogy, right? It's not organized yet. It's that build. And, and as you see through Andor, there's different parts that are kind of doing their own version of what the Rebellion is, right? And, and they have different ways of going about that. And I think that's another uh, thing you could you can utilize in how the your campaign develops you know what way does your little group take this uh this thing there uh could you use andor's themes you know in this building this resistance if you will uh how might you apply that in a different era where it might not stand out uh I, old republic to me is the first one that you know andor seems like you're you know shoehorning it in a little bit but what might that look like Oh, Old Republic, uh, even especially like uh, in your, uh, the, the, they're, they're running the Civil War in or the Cold, Cold War, War yeah. Uh, because you could be in like, uh, a planet in Imperial space with uh, the Rebellion trying to form. Uh, with the Cold War, the Republic's not going to help you. So you're on your own. So you've got to find a way to resist uh, and resist in a way that doesn't end with your planet being decimated. So uh, that, that could be kind of a fun campaign to see how far your heroes can help, how far they can push it uh, without going too far. Um, another one that would kind of work for this too, but kind of from an opposite take, prequel era as the Separatists are starting to build. I think it'd be actually fun because the, the, the Separatists had a lot of idealists and a lot of like uh, kind of people that are hoping for a better galaxy with them. They were just being manipulated, unfortunately, by Dooku and Sidious. I think that'd be fun as the players to kind of get a different view of the war and get to see kind of the Separatists and some of the reasons maybe that they were that they were trying to separate and kind of form a new government and have some fun on that side too. And as they try to build up their resistance movement. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great point there. Uh, you're looking at things at different angles. Uh, there's so much to the Star Wars galaxy and, and looking at those different, uh, you know, viewpoints is, is always fantastic and creates, makes for great stories, definitely. I think we're going to end there uh, with our conversation on this topic with campaign themes. Um, you know, basically, there's so much out there to draw from and put some thought into what that is. Definitely have a conversation with your table as well. I think that's always important. Should be doing that anyway, but sit down with your players and say, where do we want this campaign to live? Where, you know, what do we want the tone to be? Do we want it to be dark, light, et cetera? You know, because that's just going to help that everyone's on the same page and have a great story there. Tegan, any final thoughts from you? 
Yeah, hundred percent with uh, the tone piece because uh, Star Wars, you said it ranges a lot of tones. Uh, so it depends on the story that you want to tell, the story your, your players want to play. So have that conversation, have that session zero or before if you can. Uh, let them know what tone you're thinking. If you're not setting a tone, kind of have that conversation and bring in uh, the tone the players want. Uh, because especially if some of them are expecting rebels and you bring uh, Andor, they're gonna they're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> so uh, just have that conversation. Absolutely. Always good to do that up front there. So, all right. Well, that wraps up our main discussion today. We hope uh, there's some value there. Let us know if you have any other thoughts yourself. Uh, what eras do you enjoy most? What themes do you generally gravitate towards? And, and uh, maybe some different ways that you've utilized those uh, outside of the standard that we would expect from that era or otherwise. So. Looking forward to next episode, we are going to have Cakeman on, the uh, head of the Foundry project for Star Wars 5e, and get an uh, update with him, talk about his experience in tabletops, uh, and then talk about uh, where Foundry is at in regards to the Star Wars 5e project uh, there. So looking forward to that for the next episode. Tegan, give us a reminder of Twitch tonight. Definitely. So come through uh, tonight, 6.30 Eastern time. Uh, my channel, Tegan J Gaming for Stranded. Uh, this should be a fun a fun one, uh, seeing how the crew gets out of this uh, kind of the, this, this situation we've got ourselves into. So come check that out. Uh, as always, we go Star Wars Tuesday. So come on the week after for Invasion. Uh, and I'm hoping to do some more Order 66 runs too. So uh, for patrons, uh, stand by. I'm going to probably post that a little bit later, uh, especially uh, in December. I've got a lot of PTO I've got to burn. So I'll be running a little bit more than I usually do. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And definitely, uh, if you want to run it on yourselves, run it and at me with the scores. And if you're streaming it, uh, definitely let me know ahead of time. I'll do my best to come hang out and watch you guys go through it. Absolutely. Always love to see that uh, participation from the community and, and you know the fun stuff that you guys put together. All right, that wraps it up for today's episode. Thank you, as always, to all of our listeners, followers, and subscribers. We appreciate it so, so very much. Uh, we will see you on the next one. May the force be with you. May the force be with you.